Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am. The Chancellor. Yeah, baby. Pastor yeah. Marcus Zill. Oh, here today in the Student Union from St. Charles, Missouri, the site of Lindenwood University, with two students to talk to us about tips for student recruitment on campus, something that's on everybody's minds this time of year. We have Matthew Kelp and Rachel Helwig. How are you doing, guys? Doing pretty good. All right. Thank you for having us on. You are the first duo I have yet to have two students on before two of anybody on before this is like new this is breaking frontier new ground matthew you have been on with us before rachel is is a first timer it is great to have you with us here in the student union uh, tell you what uh, rachel why don't you tell us tell us a little bit about the lutheran student union which is the name ironically which is also sort of the name of this program the Lutheran Student Union is the name of your student group there at uh, Lindenwood University. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, we've had a little issues, some issues with recruiting new students. We've run into issues with fraternities and sororities getting to the students first. But this year we've hit the ground running and we have a long list of potential students, and most of whom are freshmen. And we have a couple that are not freshmen. So we're excited to see where that goes this year. But you guys, I mean, this going back, Matthew, what is what's the history here? Four or five years since, or three or four years since you started this group? Yeah, this is its fourth year, I suppose. Uh, we started it halfway through my freshman year, and I graduated from Lindenwood in May. Um, with a with a business degree, and so I was the president for three and a half years, and now uh, Rachel's the president, carrying it on into its uh, fourth year here. But you're still involved because you're doing something that I understand it's rather unusual for college students. You graduated with a degree, with a bachelor's degree, and now you're going to community college, I understand. Right. Well, I'm going to the community college to get prerequisites for a master's program I want to enter into uh, in construction engineering. So it's it's not so totally unusual for students who are going into a, a little bit unrelated program, maybe something like nursing, to have to take a few classes. Well, sure. At the community. So your your background is business and and engineering. And uh, yeah. Rachel, what what are, what are you studying, Rachel? I'm studying exercise science. It's a focus on strength and conditioning. Excellent. So you're kind of a workout geek. Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. And what kind of what what are your favorite what are, what are kind of your favorite uh, exercise type? What what are you into? I really like squats and deadlifts. Wow! Holy buckets! That is awesome. 
And uh, have you gotten Matthew to do some of those too? He's a little skinny. He could maybe do a little bit of that, right, Matthew? Yeah, probably so. I, I probably need to build some upper body strength. <laughs> Well, it just kind of goes to show you the variety of people we have at a college campus. And uh, anyway, so it's great to have you guys here. I've had the pleasure of being with your group a time or two um, out at uh, um, at the Lutheran Student Union. And you guys normally have a, uh, you've had the last couple of years, you've had vicars um, through, is it a manual in St. Charles? Yeah. And so, you've and so hit- we have moved on to our new vicar, Alex Schrader. Okay, so a shout-out to vicar, vicar Alex. Uh, maybe he can uh, get on the program down the line, too. Um, anyways, um, so let's talk about this. It's always a thing at the beginning of the school year. Everybody's trying to find students. And and uh, how big is Lindenwood? Just for every, not everybody that's listening around the country probably is aware. How big of a school, Matthew, is Lindenwood University? Lindenwood has, I think, around five to 6,000 undergraduate students at the St. Charles campus now. About 3,000, maybe 3,500 of those are residential. The rest are commuters. Okay. And it's a private school, if I recall right. It is a private school, uh, historically Presbyterian, uh, unaffiliated uh, since the 1960s, I think. Right. No, a lot of private schools have done that uh, these days. It seems to be a reoccurring theme over the last 30 or 40 years. Uh, but it's a fantastic campus, and kudos to everybody at, at Emmanuel St. Charles for getting Vickers, the Vickers helping with you guys. And uh, in the last couple of years, you've had a chance to even get uh, get your own space off campus. Tell me about that, Rachel. Where what What kind of a space do you guys have? We have an office space that is actually right across the street from campus housing and it has one large room and then two small offices in there and you guys utilize this quite a bit for your studies and things we haven't in the past but this year we're hoping to increase that we're hopefully going to have an outside person with a non-student in the upper room quite often so that way freshmen can get into the building because you normally have it locked and it's called the upper room and so uh you know it's funny when my my father was i was a little kid we were living in seward nebraska and there was really no chaplaincy and all this kind of stuff where they were look my dad was the pastor at st john's in seward and we're looking for a way to reach out to the concordia students and we turned our basement at the parsonage into a hangout for college students. This is when I was a little kid. And uh, we called it the upper room, which was really interesting because it was in our basement. <laughs> so it was, it was really the lower room. But uh, anyways, all I know is I was really ticked off because I didn't have a place to have my uh, ping pong table and, and uh, train set up when I was a little kid. But uh, anyways... Enough banter. Let's talk about some tips for recruiting uh, students on campus. And uh, I'm sure this is in no ways exhaustive, but you guys have a lot of good ideas. Uh, uh, Matthew, why don't you start us off here? Uh, Take us through the first one. All right. The first one that I thought of was um, pray that God will guide your efforts to reach new students always. Um, It's always a good idea to pray course about what you're doing talk to god um and ask him to to guide you um when you're when you're considering different methods of reaching them 
Now, prayer is, it's always good to prayerfully consider things. I mean, these things, uh, it's really easy. Some of this stuff that we'll kind of walk through is a little bit kind of common sense, pragmatic, practical kind of things. But God is still in charge of this, and he is the Lord of the church. And, and uh, you know, we need to always um, continually pray that he will uh, bring together not only those, uh, I mean, I'm sure obviously you want to reach out to our LCMS students, but there's plenty of others on campus that might be of interest as well. Um, how about, uh, is there a place, uh, Rachel, uh, you know, why don't, why don't you offer up one? The first thing you should really do is talk to the student life office after you've prayed to find out what recruitment opportunities there are, as well as re resources available on campus. So things like organization fairs. And lots of, uh, you know, the student life offices on campus, that's usually kind of... Uh, if you ever go to those of you listening out there, if you ever go to like a website for any university, usually student life is kind of uh, kind of the overall encompassing umbrella for everything that's related to stuff that happens on campus. But that is always kind of the place for student organization status. Now, I know every campus has got different parameters for uh, becoming a student organization. Um, what what is it like? At uh, what kind of a th what kind of things are accessible to you? Um, well, first of all, at Lindenwood, what does it take to become a student organization? And and then maybe uh, tell us a little bit about what kind of things you've been able to utilize on campus as a result. Oh, okay. So at Lindenwood, uh, we had to have a minimum of eight students. We have to have a minimum of eight students every year when we re-register. And um, that allows us access to funding to get uh, promotional items like T-shirts, to get food for on-campus events. We can reserve rooms on campus for free. Um, we have to have an advisor. Also, actually, we just we just got a new advisor. Um, so that's basically a professor or staff person who will agree to sponsor us. Um, it's not a big commitment for them, though. Uh, those are the main requirements. We also, perhaps unusually. Uh, have to send one representative to a government meeting uh, every Wednesday during the entire school year, so about 32 times every year, which is a, a wow. large commitment. Okay, yeah, that's not that's not the norm, but uh, I suppose that keeps you up to date about what's going on, though. It, it does. That's really it's a place to share information about upcoming events and uh, vote on distributing funding. Do they do they put any restrictions? You say you get funding. How much funding are you able to get by doing this? It depends on the number of events we've held in the past year and the type of events. There's several different categories of funding, but uh, LSU here at Lindenwood has always been in the top uh, 10 organizations for the past several years, which means we get $1,200 uh, to spend. And they don't put any, you know restrictions like you know if you guys wanted to do something controversial like talk about jesus <laughs> there are restrictions um but but no we could do that for instance we could use it to help pay uh to travel expenses to bring a pastor in or something like that those are absolutely right acceptable. i think you guys have actually used that for help with going to um, our national conferences before if i recall that is correct. We are allowed to use that money for going to conferences, and we did use some of that for going to um, Liberty. And so, uh, and obviously, by becoming a student organization, you become accessible. People can probably see 
a link to to where when you guys meet and what you do, um, utilizing various communication channels that are available to you at the university. One of the things that you mentioned, Rachel, was the uh, being able to have you know tables at various fairs. Uh, what tell us about this? Has this been successful for you? Has that been a good thing? Uh, I know sometimes you can sit at these things forever, but uh, has that worked well? This past summer, it really did because we had two what they call experience days, which is a freshman orientation. And between the two days, we actually reached out to six people that we have gotten their contact information from them and have actually heard back from several of them about the interest in events. And one of them came to church with us this past Sunday. Oh, that is awesome. And that, that of course, is what it's all about. I know uh, these on many of our campuses, you have, you have orientation fairs. Every campus does them differently for the incoming freshmen. Uh, sometimes they do these for high school students. Do you guys ever set up tables during the school year once school has started, like in the student union? Yeah, there's several organization fairs that they hold through the year. We have a couple coming up this year, and one that we're really excited about is a campus ministry fair. So it's only going to be campus ministries there as opposed to every organization well that that is awesome i i could not be prouder of what you guys have done there the last several years um i mean it's been really beautiful to really i mean in many ways um historically what you guys have developed there has kind of coincided with the development of of lcmsu in general they kind of all got started at the same time but um those these are a lot of great ideas i mean having these fairs and to have even six really solid I don't want to say leads because it sounds it sounds like it's not very spiritual, but to be able to have these kind of levels of contacts, um, sometimes you know you know you can't discount too the fact that people you know you're creating a presence, you're creating a presence on campus. People know who you are, even if they didn't write down their name and say, "Hey, I'd like to know more." Every time you do this, you become more of of the fabric of of the school that you're on and, and i'm saying this for everybody out there regardless of where you're at um this is this is the way you know one of the things that we always fight as well our church is two miles off campus or whatever well this is why you have to create presence on campus and you guys are doing that and to be able to have somebody actually uh come to church with you as a direct, direct result of that is um absolutely wonderful now do they uh what about advertising? Um, how do you guys go about advertising for things, and are you able to do that on campus, and have you had much success with that? Yes, we can, and we have um, definitely reasonable success with it. We are allowed to uh, submit flyers that the school will print and hang up. We actually don't have to do any work after we design and submit the flyer. Um, even they would even design it for us, although we've always usually done that, so it has exactly what we want on it. So we can advertise our Bible study that way. Other events we're having, they will hang them up in the uh, residence halls. They will hang them up on bulletin boards outside around campus and in some of the primary buildings. And also there is a weekly email that the school sends out, and it has a list of student organization events. Uh, and that has been a source of several people um, joining our Bible study in the past. 
So they like send out an, a mass email, like a MailChimp kind of a thing every week. If this is what's coming up in student life activities that are going on. Yes, they do that every Sunday night. And our school mascot is the uh, lion, the Lindenwood lion. And so the weekly email is called the uh, the weekly roar, which is kind of funny. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's free PR. It's constantly and it's yet another way, even if it, nobody shows up directly as a result of it. You know, that does underscore, sometimes you can pick topics. Um, one of the things I know I had asked Matthew to put together, you guys put together a little list here and to skip ahead a little bit, but sometimes that would seem to me to be a really good opportunity to advertise events that might be of interest to those who might not be Lutheran or might not even be Christians. Sometimes we forget about that. We're not just serving our own students. Uh, our LCMS students on campus, but uh, things that can kind of draw people in topics of interest that are related to the moment or even activities. Uh, what kind of activities have you guys done, Rachel? Uh, have, have you done any activities like to try to attract non-Christians? Uh, even, even fun stuff is, is cool to hear about what kind of things you guys have done. We've done a couple movie nights and some game nights as well, which have brought in non-Lutheran have have the game nights specifically brought in people? Both movie night and game nights actually have. See, that's intriguing to me because we have, this is just a shout out to everybody out there, you know, with this being uh, the Reformation and a lot of the, the videos that we have, the new Luther movie is going to be broadcast on September 12th on PBS. Um, that would seem to me to be an awesome event to, for campus ministries to put on. But game nights, that, that is so old school. When you're not talking gaming like, you know, you know how everybody, all the all the guys, you know how this is, Rachel, are all into all the gaming and all that kind of stuff. It's mostly guys. Don't want to sound sexist here. I know girls are into gaming too. But we're not talking, you're talking like board games and stuff, right? Or like... Uh, yeah, board games, card games. How are those helpful once you actually get everybody? It's usually strikes me as something that most people are like, oh, we're going to get together and you know, play a game. But then when you're doing it, how is that helpful for the development of your group and getting to know people? It's really a good time to just kind of relax because obviously being a student is stressful. And so once you start relaxing, then you realize that you're around some really great people, actually. Well, and you get to know people, too. I mean, sometimes, like with a movie... If you do something where you're just watching something, whereas with a game, and they're both good, but with a game, you actually, like I always like, you guys have, I'm just saying, I get to St. Louis enough, you guys do like an apples to apples night, I will totally try to come to that. I I am. Keep that in mind. I, I absolutely love apples to apples. And uh, so uh, anyway, so game nights, movie nights, uh, all sorts of other things that you can invite people to. How do you go about encouraging? Tell me a little bit about, you know, the place of you guys. There's nobody that's going to be a better contact to reach out to people that you know than you or the other students that are already coming to your things. Do you try to encourage your existing members to invite people? Yes, we do. And it works fairly well, too. I mean, we've had several students come in with, like, say, a roommate or... Somebody they met during like freshman year. Just a word of encouragement for everybody out there. 
there's nothing better than that personal invitation because that says that you're somebody that, you know, that I care about you. Hey, I don't think people should be afraid. People are, sometimes people are waiting to be invited. And sometimes those things that you're doing a game night, uh, a movie night, uh, or even if it's topics that you do for a Bible class on campus that, uh, at the very least, it's, 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 it's a little bit easier to do it on campus rather than the first thing being, hey, why don't you come to church with me on Sunday? Obviously, you hope that that happens. But sometimes those initial and encouraging people to just, you know, the best evangelism and witness that we can do is just to invite people. Hey, would you like to come uh, to come and join us? And so um, I'm glad that uh, you guys are doing that. It, it seems so obvious, but it's, 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 sometimes it's harder than you think. Um, because we're always worried about how people are going to respond. So uh, I think down to this personal contact, if I'm a student and I've never been to Lindenwood or I've, I've seen your email the, or the student's, student life email, uh, how important is it to be able to, to have a contact person that somebody can actually just contact if they have questions about your group? Well, I think that's very important, um, and you know, not maybe even just a generic email address. People might not feel comfortable sending to that but when we meet new students or when we advertise something uh, a lot of times we might put one of our phone numbers on it so that they can send a text message or make a phone call Uh, text messages are often i would say the most popular way for college students to communicate um perhaps is, is kind of what probably both rachel and i see and so that's a a good way for um any any student to be able to get a hold of us uh, and in, in a personal way, ask questions about what we do, um, reach out to us if they need help. How important is it to um, to be proud of your Lutheran identity uh, as you go about these yeah. things? Absolutely. It's, it's very important. You know, we have, we have the gospel. We have uh, that free salvation that, that Christ offers to us. This is one of the absolute hallmarks of Lutheran identity. So um, my last item on my list was just encouraging everyone be proud of who you are as Lutherans, especially this year. It's the 500th anniversary of the start of the Reformation, and uh, let's celebrate that together. Super quick is something, uh, a lecture at Village Church of, of Ladue. Tell us about that. Yes, so Village Lutheran Church in Ladue um, has a lecture entitled, Is the Reformation Still Relevant? on Saturday, September 9th. The lecture begins at 1 p.m., and there's a reception afterwards at 4 p.m., there will be a book signing. There will be Albrecht Durer woodcuts on exhibit, music, refreshments, and more. Um, and Pastor Brian Wolfmuller from Aurora, Colorado, is going to answer the question, Has American Christianity Failed? And Reverend Jonathan Fisk from right here in St. Louis and KFUO Radio now is going to be discussing uh, his book, Broken, Seven Christian Rules That Every Christian Ought to Break. Again, that's Saturday, September 9th at Village Lutheran Church in Ladue. And, and we I will was... put the links to both of these events um, up on in the archives for this program. But tell us about this other this other event. So the, the LCMSU chapters of the St. Louis area have come together and planned a conference called Roots Lutheran Identity Yesterday, Today, and Forever. It is Friday, October 6th through Sunday, October 8th. And we will have um, lectures by... Dr. Eric Herman from Concordia Seminary, who is going to talk to us about the history of the Reformation. And Pastor Wolf Mueller is going to be making a return to St. Louis and discussing the um, what the Reformation means for us as Christians today and as we live our Christian lives into the future. The cost to register is only $15. This includes housing and most of the food during that weekend. 
Uh, but the price does increase on September 22nd, so make sure you get your registration date. So that's a good, two great events for everybody. First one for everyone, second one more for college students, but all college students uh, will find this interesting. So if you're in the St. Louis area and you want to check these out, we will have them in the archives. Thank you both, Rachel and Matthew, for your time today. Uh, God's blessings to you in your studies, and thank you for uh, highlighting some of these things that you're doing and some tips for everybody to consider as they try to reach out the students. Take care. Thanks for inviting us. It was a lot of fun. Yep, thanks for having us on, Pastor Zill. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Well, that's all we have time for here today in the Student Union. Check out lcmsu.org. And remember, college students, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help.